Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth This is Maya Tiwari In this next series of podcast, I will be addressing the egregious and inhumane issue of targeted individuals. It is time that we broadcast this rather egregious set of crimes of our century so that the general population can become aware of these occurrences. We would like to believe that there is only a handful of people in the world that are being targeted by covert operations and by the hidden shadowed rather evil group of people that belong to that 0.0001% of our population. This is a difficult issue. This is probably one of the most difficult things that I am called to do. Not difficult because of the support I must lend to those who are suffering, be they targeted individuals, or those who are ill, or in despair, or who need our help, or who are stricken by violence and poverty. But targeted individuals or the targeted population, in my humble opinion, far exceeds millions of people around the world. I would venture a guess that it is at least 20 million people and that at least 5 million perpetrators are involved across the terrain and more. This is a very congealed, hidden, covert set of acts that run against human rights, they run against the sacred right of the human person to their privacy. It flies against all of the unalienable rights that we have been given as human beings living in a society. In fact, targeted individuals like myself are alienated by society by the mere act of how the abuse occur. And let me define this more deeply. It is not just that targeted individuals are victimized by a very privileged group of perpetrators uh, or the source, a privileged source of people that use many, many hundreds of thousands of the less fortunate to carry out their hateful crimes against individuals. But it is, it is that the victimization occur on manifold layers in that the person is not just victimized by the atrocious crimes against them, be they radioact- radioactive or electronic waves, electromagnetic waves, be they the microchip, be it gassing, or the use of of hideous toxic chemicals 
or the poison injected into people. They are gassed at nights and injected. The intrusion upon their home, their bodies, be they raped and otherwise abused while they are gassed and passed out, and the manifold layers of damage that these people do. In my case, in the last 10 weeks, there's been over a thousand pictures of damages to my property, a brand new pro uh, home that I've moved into, and in, of course, on some of my most sacred items within my home, of course, the most sacred of which is my body. And so, basically, in my last podcast, which is called I Am Angry, the actual onslaught escalated immediately after that broadcast went out, I would say within 24 hours. They escalated the chemical onslaught and they escalated the raids into the home at night. And uh, I was laid waste for a couple of days. I do so empathize with my brothers and sisters who are going through similar and or the same set of enormously despicable acts against. It is not only against the human body, it is against human sanctity. It is against the sanctity of Mother Earth. It's against everything that we hold as uh, value, everything that we treat as truth and honesty and congeniality and coexistence with each other is all threatened. The many layers of victimization that occurs to a targeted individual is is so difficult to to describe because it goes from al deliberately alienating uh, targeted people from their uh, known environment, their known support system, their family, their friends, and their ways that in which they do this. They also, which is probably the lowest of the low in terms of, of, uh, of vibration, the lowest, most heinous vibration that they plunk upon that person or such people, is that they also create the facades around them through propaganda, through false stories, through brainwashing a good deal of our professionals as well, many of whom actually doubt that targeted individual scenario happen. Uh, they're scientific-minded and they want proof and, and so forth. But so many more are actually part of the problem. They have been recruited, whether consciously or subconsciously, whether through monetary gains or some other financial uh, interest or, or, or job opportunity interest or, or, or so many ways in which they are being bribed in order to turn the other way and to ignore the law. And worse yet, to go out there and spread the news that there is no such thing as as, as this scenario, and it is the most egregious crimes of our century. It's beyond torture and alienation. It's beyond this. It's totally about slow kill techniques. 
They use the medical profession to suppress medical facts and to claim instead that these people are delusional. Well, you know, the same thing did happen in other earlier in our own history, the Holocaust, for instance. They so tried to tell people that these uh, that, that in fact was not happening until it was ripped wide open and, and then we discovered the heinous crimes that occurred there. The Holocaust denial and distortion is an attempt to negate the established fact of the Nazi genocide of European Jews. And the issue that targeted individuals are facing is not unlike the Holocaust. It is a Holocaust of their own individual life. Everything that that we have worked for and gained in every stature, every part of our anatomy, every part of our psyche is being attacked. And worst yet, there is no support system for this, none whatsoever, because of the propaganda by established med the medical institution, the scientific institution, uh, law enforcement institution, emergency medical care institution, all of it have within it the denial syndrome going on. And therefore, these people get little or no help. They get no help whatsoever uh, because they are called delusional or mentally insane. Not so long ago, they said homosexuality was a mental disorder. In fact, they also denied that the witch hunt ever happened. And this is not very different from the creators of, or the architects of the witch hunt. In fact, it, history shows us that these egregious crimes against individuals and humanity occur over and over and over and over again, regardless of the time in which we are living. I would say that the scenario of targeted population is most likened to the witch hunt. It is hard to imagine, says Laura Miller in one of her writings, a more nightmarish experience of a classic witch trial, accused of obscure misdeeds by your neighbors, defending yourself against the looking glass world logic of the authorities, suffering an escalating course of torture designed to loosen your town, and at the end of it all, the gallows, the block, or the stake. Well, the only difference here is targeted individuals are denied the right to any legal procedure because their stories are not considered real. Their, their stories are considered delusional. So the, the targeted uh, population has no access even to law, not only to law enforcement, they, they also are blinded by greater and higher powers, as I said in my last review, we cannot blame the men and women working in law enforcement or in the medical community or in the scientific community or in any other community that denies that this is happening or that turns a blind eye because they are being forced to, their hands are tied. But what we can say is that the more, the more of us that can bring 
these issues to the light, to the light of awareness. And that is my only purpose here, my only mission in, in this random podcast that I am doing at the moment is to bring light to the fact that this is happening. It has happened to me for 11 years and continues to happen everywhere I go in the world. I am, of course, a public figure that is fairly well known in the work of, of holistic medicine or Ayurveda, and therefore my situation may be a little bit different from the general situation, but nonetheless, I don't know. It is so difficult. I want to address the targeted individuals, those of you who are being targeted, who have been alienated from every form of support because of the targeting, the way it is set up. We have family members who deny that you're, you're, who, who think you're going insane. Of course, we also have family members who are part and parcel, have been influenced by these uh, perpetrators as well. Um, it is, it is, it's so sickening when we think that the very fabric of our emotional and psychic support from friends and family are totally blasted to smithereens. And I have experienced that. I went from friend to friend, from place to place, and in 90% of the homes of individuals that I have known for years and trusted, I was abused. I was abused because they allowed, they actually coerced with the perpetrators to enter their home while I was there. So we know that it, it sounds so insane. It is meant to sound insane. But the insane people are not the ones who are suffering the victimization of these crimes. The insane people, the mental imbalance, the insanity, the mental delusional people are those who are the source of these egregious crimes. The 0.0001% of humanity, and that's all it is. But it has such long-reaching tentacles because of its power, because of its financial largesse, and so basically, many feel trapped. I would imagine, I would venture a guess that 99% of targeted individuals are so despondent because they are so trapped. We, as human beings, are not meant to live in isolation. We are not meant to live without the support of others, and worse yet, the distrust of others. We are not meant to live where our stories are not heard or they're being distorted and twisted deliberately because it's set up for it to appear that way. I send my own energy, my own vibration of prayer, and to you, to each one of you who are being targeted, remember you are a beautiful spirit, and no one and nothing can take that away from you. As damaged as you may feel, there are things we can do, things that I've been doing for the past 11 years, which I will share with you in the next episode, which will be a much more collected episode, to be very clear, so that you can use some of the things that I have done that have 
mitigated the full impact of this violence. But I do want you to know that whatever your ancestral tradition may be, your religion may be, I am your sister. I am your friend. And you do have, we will try to get as much information out as we can so that the public is no longer so besotted by the propaganda, by the lies, by the deception that they choose to believe. And so that awareness can come. I can assure you that more than, 19, more than 98% of our human population are compassionate. They have a heart. They're still humanized. And so the very small population that is creating havoc around the world to individuals in the privacy and in a covert way, deeply hidden in the dark cavernous vortex that they shove us into and that they shove each and every targeted individual into, we must now split it apart, bust it right open, raise it, raise it to ground level so that it can be very visible, very audible, and therefore light can reach it. We must do this because I see the scenario of targeted populations as being one of the most egregious crimes of our century. I see it as the new form of witch hunt, of the new form, and with the same amount of denial and hatred. I understand that we need to do something about it. The witch hunt lie in the dark heart of the Western culture that this situation of targeted individuals go beyond the Western culture, although I have no doubt that its source has been probably in the same ancestral lineage of those who were the architects of the witch hunt. And I'm not blaming any particular set of people, but we do have so much to be accountable for as Europeans, and we need to stand clear and we need to take a very, very clear and trenchant message across the world that the more we bring awareness to this, the more population will come around to understand what is going on, what is happening to their friends, their family, their neighbors, and we will hopefully have less of the clowns that are chosen to be involved in it and do the actual dirty work. And those people are always from um, the, the underdog population, the at-risk populations of our society. They are always being used. And we need to understand that they are victims as well, but we'll get to that later. They need to understand that for themselves. I would quote a passage from the best-selling novel, The Da Vinci Code, but this is not a fairy tale. This, what I'm talking about, is a reality. It is a reality, as I said, that I have lived through for more than 4,000 days and nights. And I see how it must be brought to the light. 
From the Da Vinci Code, it is said, the Catholic Inquisition published a book that arguably could be called the most blood-soaked publication in human history. It's called Malios Maleficarum, or the Witch's Hammer. Indoctrinated the world to the dangers of free-thinking women and instructed the clergy how to locate, torture, and destroy them. Those deemed witches by the church included all female scholars, priestesses, gypsies, mystics, nature lovers, herb gatherers, and any women suspiciously attuned to the natural world. Now I might add here that there have been instances in the witch hunt where men and children were also burnt at the stake. And getting back to the Da Vinci Code uh, quote, midwives were also killed for their hierarchical practice of using medical knowledge to ease the pain of childbirth. A suffering, the church claimed, that was God's rightful punishment for Eve's partaking of the apple of knowledge, thus giving birth to the idea of the original sin. During 300 years of witch hunts, the church burned at stake an astonishing five million women. How is the torture that is wielding upon the targeted population different from this, I ask you? And why are we so blind to it? How, how rapid it is that our medical professionals, so many of them, including the psychiatrists, so many of them, are willing to debunk any authenticity to the stories of targeted individuals. So not only is a targeted individual the victim of the violence and the hateful set of crimes that is put upon them because their environment is soaked in hate and this is what the perpetrators intend to do. They soak you with surveillance and with stalkers and with more stalkers and with those who look at every single thing. They know every movement of yours so you cannot then do counter uh, surveillance or counterintelligence because they know your move before you do. I know this so very well. They know what you eat, they know what you dress, they know what you're going to buy and they're out there tampering with these merchandise and especially food items before you even get to buying it. Because human beings are creatures of habits. We go back and do the same thing over and over and over again. And we shop in the same places or similar places and mostly have an eating style, mostly have a dressing style and all of that. So you're targeted by that, which is 24-7 pummeling the vibrations of hatred, disorder, chaos, and despicable things that we human being cannot take. We are porous. We are instruments of love and the spirit of the divine light. And to have these things being pummeled at you 24-7 over long periods of time does take its toll. And 
I want you, the listener, to know that I so appreciate that and I so know your pain and I so am in such empathy with you for it and I want you to stand tall because your spirit is untouched, because you are beautiful, because no one can take that away from you and because more and more my voice and other voices will be joining my voice so that we can all bring this to completely being heard, to the attention of our world, our blindfold world, so that the blindfold can be removed, the veils of deception and conniving and, and cunning and skullduggery and trumpery and all of it can be quashed so that we can start looking at what is real and we will find solutions. In my next episode, I promise I will spend the time to tell you some of the things that I have done that have made it easier for me. And one of the greatest things that I would be talking about is your faith. This is not the time for your faith to be shook up and to be lost or to be bitter with. I did spend some time with that as well. I used to be a monk and believe it or not, I came very close to losing my faith. So we can't afford to do that because it is by far the greatest help that we get in the privacy of our own psyche, in our own sacred temple of the body, in our own sacred temple of the home. That has been rearranged by vile measures and means, but nonetheless, it's still our sacred place. And I want you to know, you can set up a little altar, whatever your tradition may be, and pray, and keep on praying. You can give your tears to the Goddess Mother, to Mary, to Durga, to Lakshmi, you can give her to Kuan Yin, you can give her to Tara, you can, whatever your tradition may be, whoever you pray to, please continue to do that because it does bring solace, solace to the soul, and no one can touch our soul. You're beautiful, my love to you, full embrace, and I will be seeing you again very soon. And peace be our journey. Thank you.